It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. Uh, So this is from Isabel. She sends in uh, my 15-year-old teen son, seems to always be angry and depressed. He's always sleeping, playing games, and he's doing very poorly in school. All the time I try to have a conversation with him and he gets mad and doesn't want to talk to me. The father of my son and I have been separated for almost two years, but still living in the same house. He's an alcoholic and drinks every single day. He's getting really mad at our son for not doing well in school, sleeping a lot, and just playing games with his friends. My son has seen me in my worst moments of depression where I don't want to see or talk to anyone. In the past months, I've been doing a lot of work with my coach and my life has been truly changing. My question is, how can I help my son when he doesn't even want to open up to me? What can I do? Well, uh, first of all, yes, it's important to clarify. We do have two Isabels here. So I see one Isabel saying, not me. I don't have any kiddos. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so just other Isabel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking about the other Isabel. So, yeah. yes, uh, there are no secrets here to the first Isabel. Uh, <laughs> you don't have kids. Uh, so um, anyhow, but to the Isabel that's uh, bringing this question forward, Again, this this is a tough one because it involves, you know, three different people, as in you, the mother, as in, um, you know, his father, and then, of course, your son. And so your son is clearly revealing something through his actions. So his actions are just kind of getting lost in the games. He's somewhat addicted. He's sleeping in. He doesn't really want to do anything. He's lost his motivation and so on and so forth. So there's clearly a depression that's um, uh, that he's experiencing, partly because he doesn't know what to do with any of this. Uh, and so, uh, if we go back to the opening of today's broadcast, when I was talking about structure, so there's the structure that has been in place to hold our old way of living our old self, uh, the old humanity, uh, the old way of doing things, as in our political system, our religious, our religious system, our corporate system, and so on and so forth. And so that structure is in its own process somewhere where wherever that structure is no longer serving, it's in its own process of collapsing. And, and that'll continue, as I said, for at least the next few years. So, but on that note, there, there's a big time purpose for structure. And that structure is very important. For us to heal, for example, we need structure. We need a structured environment. We need a coach, a teacher, a healer, an environment that is well structured enough to support the healing that we start to experience. When we're um, building an organization, we need structure in order to build the organization or to rise to to a certain level 
that we want to thrive at in that organization. When we decide that we want to take the organization to this next uh, level of evolution, we've either got to do one or two things. We've got to expand out the structure. We've got to deepen the structure. We might even have to add a whole new level of structure into place in order for that to happen. Structure is there to support us in ultimately becoming who it is that we want to become. If so, if it's an organization, structure is there to support us in becoming the type of organization that we've now chosen that we want to become like. As a person, I need structure in my life in order to become the type of person that I want to become. If I'm a parent, such as you are, Isabel, right? If I'm a parent, my child or my offspring, they need structure in order for them to start to thrive in their own world. So when our child is 15, I often see this where the parent um, either gives too much information to the 15-year-old child that is just way over their head. The, 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 when, when you're dealing with a 15-year-old, the brain isn't even fully developed yet. And because it's not fully developed, so from a parental standpoint, we might be giving too much information. So we might be talking too much about their dad. We might be talking too much about their mom. And more specifically, we might get too negative. So no child, and I'll repeat, no child wants a parent to talk negatively about the other parent. No child. In fact, it's the biggest mistake any parent will ever make in raising their children to speak negatively about the other parent, even though maybe they don't get along that well with the other parent, or maybe they do. Maybe they're still in the marriage with the parent, but that's how they talk about each other. And they're always putting each other down, but they put each other down in the presence of the child. So that could cause a depression because what does a 15-year-old do with that? Or what does a 12-year-old do with them? So sometimes what they do is if we give them too much information, they go into overwhelm. They do not know how to process it because their brain is not developed enough yet to process some of these things that we as a parent choose to go ahead and share with them. So, you know, that's not, that, that could be number one. Number two is they're not getting enough information. We're keeping them in the dark. We have, everything's too much of a secret, so to speak. So we got to look at our parental style, like what are we doing? Are we get, maybe giving him or our child too much information that they really don't know what to do with? Um, or are we not giving them enough information? So they're somewhat out in the dark. So if we're not giving them enough information, they feel helpless. If we're giving them too much information, they feel disempowered because they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to process it. So we got to take a look at that. Like what's going on there? Is the father speaking negatively of um, you, your son's mother? Do you speak negatively of the father to the child, for example? Um, then we got to take a look at the structure. What kind of structure has he been raised in? Is it a structure that's well organized? Is it a structure that in this case, both parents agree on? So if, if the parents are split up, and so now, you know, uh, the 15-year-old child gets to go to one parent where the structure is this, and then they go to the other parent, and maybe there is no structure, or the structure is very minimal. 
And over here with the other parent, the structure is over the top, overkill, way too much, right? So just like that information. We've got to recognize the age that our child's currently at. And then whatever we do from a parental, st- from a parental standpoint, we want to make sure that our parenting to that child, including the structure that they need in order to thrive in at, at their current age, is always age appropriate, age appropriate. So when a parent comes to me and, or sometimes I'm privy to getting to see the kids uh, when I'm working with somebody and I can spot things, I can spot things rather quickly because I can see the, the child is screaming out for some level of attention that clearly they're not getting from either both the parents or one of the parents. And so once I recognize what that is and I go speak with the parent and I find out, you know, we really start to drill it down. And then the, the objective always is, is let's really start to bring in the structure. Let's start bringing in the type of support. Let's start bringing in the type of guidance and direction that our child, in this case at the age of 15, really needs in order to thrive because clearly he's not thriving. And so... And this is a big thing now, too, because, you know, our children, especially in this era that we're in right now with all these video games and the Internet and the computer and so on and so forth. And so on one side, it's a blessing because we can do things like we're doing here right now today with Elevate via the Zoom technology on the computer. And so we're able to do this and be of service to people. So that's a beautiful thing. And we now have kids that have become so addicted to these video games, so addicted to their computer. I mean, we have kids that are on their computer and they're still on their computer at 12 o'clock at night. Like, um, this is a major deal because when you understand what that does to their field, like their magnetic field, it's like even for adults to be on their computer still at 12 o'clock at night, Unless, of course, they have a job where they're working a nighttime shift and their job is on the computer, but then they take a whole, you know, eight or 10 hour period during the day to sleep and rest and rejuvenate. They're away from all of that. But for those of us that are on our computer all day and then we stay on our computer until 11 o'clock at night, we don't take proper breaks. Like even with our team, I mean, I'm, I'm really, you know, obviously I'm not there all the time because everybody in our team op- operates, you know, virtually within our company. So, but I'll often check in with them. Like, how much time do you spend on the computer? When was the last time you took a break? How often do you take a break? I mean, I'm on them. Maybe not daily, but I'm on them bi-weekly. I'll bring it up and I, and I won't stop. You know, I did the same thing in, whenever I'm raising kids. I don't stop with this kind of stuff, right? Now, I'm not relentless and I'm not unrealistic either, but I provide this structure. I provide this structure to what causes someone to better thrive, number one, in their own physical body, and then number two, in their own physical life. And because I understand these things in such an intimate way, you know, I know that when a child is 10 years of age, that child also needs a structure. When the child is three years of age, that child needs a structure. The structure is going to be very different at the age of three than it is at the age of 10. The structure at the age of 10 is going to be very different than the structure that they need at the age of 15, and so on but they need this structure. And so when a child is depressed 
and laying on the sofa or sleeping in and just doing one video game after another video game or on the internet with all their buddies on the other side of the planet that they've never even physically met before. And, and they're playing these, sometimes these violent games, right? This ultimately is not helping them. I mean, not that we should completely shut them down and never let them play these games, but it's not helping them. Rather, what would be a better strategy for us as a parent now is as a parent, like, let's start to dial into like, what, what's going on with our child right now? Why, why is our child spending so much time on the internet? Is this even healthy? I, I mean, I know right now it's extra sensitive because of the COVID and the kids are out of school, which, um, you know, I, I see that also in terms of what's going on, the damage that's, that's causing with our kids and so on. And so, but eventually we'll get them back into school and so on and so forth. Um, but the point is, is as a parent, as a conscious parent, if my child is sleeping in all the time, if my child is being lazy all the time, if my child is only playing video games all the time, I already know there is something going on inside of my child. And because I'm their father, I will get to the bottom of it. And I will not stop until I get to the bottom of it. That's how resolved I am in this regard, right? I'm, I'm going the distance. And I'm going the distance not to punish them or any of that kind of stuff. I'm going the distance because I'm going to uncover what this is so that I can then go ahead and either expand the structure, strengthen the structure, add to the structure, uh, maybe delete some of the structure that's not even working and replace it with new structure that will work for, you know, say my 15-year-old son. So that way I start to speak to him in a way that starts to help him get out of this funk that he's in. And so again, if I go back to the beginning, the funk is going to have something to do with one or both of the parents. And that something is going to be either there's some negativity going on here that the child has taken on on behalf of one of the parents, which as I said at the beginning, that's a tough thing for any child to have to navigate through when they're still a child. Number two, it could be that the child has lost their motivation, temporarily, mind you, because there's a lack of good structure. And if there's a lack of good structure, and when I use the word good structure in this context, again, it's gotta be age appropriate. So the type of structure that I'm gonna give a 15 year old or build for a 15 year old is gonna be different than when they're even 17 years of age, right? It's gotta be age appropriate, right? So, but in that they're still in school, they still get to be held uh, accountable here, which I'm also a big, I'm a, uh, a big cheerleader for holding our kids accountable or holding them accountable, holding them accountable to things like our chores, giving them rewards when they do our chores, um, you know, or giving them some kind of an incentive that makes it a little exciting for them. I'm a big time entrepreneur. Anybody that's been on our team, I'm always for, if you've got kids, let's find a way to bring them onto the team and have them be engaged in some, something to do with our company so they can get paid, uh, even if it's only a couple dollars here and there. Um, but it engages them. It engages them. It puts them to work. They get to be held responsible. They get paid for whatever that project is. Again, it's all age appropriate. We're not going to pay them $100 an hour, right? Uh, it's, it's age appropriate. 
you've got to remember where they are. And that's probably the last point here that I'll make here now in light of this is that to dial in to, okay, where is my son? So is my son even at the age of 15? He maybe looks like he's 15, but is he at the age of 15? So just like uh, for those of you that have gone through the Game Changer course on healing your inner child, you know that your inner child uh, with inside of you as an adult right now could be at the age of seven. In other words, it stopped growing. So this is another important thing is that to look at my 15-year-old son or daughter and, okay, is my 15-year-old son or daughter actually 15? Or is it possible that my 15-year-old daughter or son got snafu'd somewhere with their own inner child? And so now they're in a 15-year-old body, but their inner child now got stuck at the age of nine. So I'm going to want to know that. Because, again, it's all age-appropriate. I'm going to want to know that I've got a 15-year-old son that's got a certain workload at school that he's going to need to uh, go good on. and But I'm also going to want to know, okay, there's a 9-year-old boy in that 15-year-old uh, body. And so I want to be aware of that as well. So when I'm setting this structure into place. So, for example, I know that my 15-year-old son who's really got a nine-year-old boy stuck inside of him, he needs to get to bed at a certain time every night. And I know this. I know this for his health, for his well-being, for his brain development. I know he needs to be in bed at a certain time. So I'm not going to be letting him stay up until one o'clock in the morning. And if he stays up to one o'clock in the morning, that's going to be a reward. That is not going to be a mainstay. No way. Because I know I'm interfering with his brain development. I know I'm interfering with his inner child. I'm not going to do that. So rather what I'm going to do is in terms of the structure, again, age appropriate. So now I'm going to make sure that his bedtime's been set. I'm not going to let him set the bedtime. I'm setting the bedtime. Now, when he's 15, I might, well, not might, I would. I would engage him in a conversation where we talk about it. We're going to make an agreement on it. And then I'm also going to talk about that, you know, this bedtime, let's say we, you know, it's decided you're going to be in bed at 10 o'clock every night during school nights from here on in. And if by chance you're not in bed at 10 o'clock at night, here's what happens from 10.05 after. And then I literally go in and I have them pick the consequence. I don't decide what the consequence is going to be. I literally, we have a conversation. I do it in advance. Again, this is all part of the structure because I want them to understand they've got free will. I want them to learn as early as possible that their choices do matter. And their choices matter when they're 15 and they matter when they're 20 and they matter when they're 25 and so on because that's truth, right? So I'm going to put this all into play and I'm going to do it in the best of ways. Right? I'm going to engage them. I'm going to get them involved. I'm going to get them turned on to living their life at the age of 15. And, th and that's part of this, is to help motivate him. So, and that's one, that's one of the things that structure does. When, when you tap into the right kind of structure for your child, and you start to implement that structure, and then you start to enforce that structure. So in this case, with the consequence... I talk in advance, like if, okay, so if you're not, if you're not head to the pillow by 10.05, so 
So if, he, if his bedtime's 10 o'clock, right, and you're not head to the pillow and all the technology off. In fact, I have the technology off at least at, I don't know, maybe 8.30 in the evening. I have it off. Let them, let them unwind out of all those EMFs, right? Again, most parents are not aware of that, but if they come around somebody like me, they're going to become aware of it because I'm going to educate them on what's really at stake here and how this really goes. And so remember, you're the parent. He's the child. And even when he's 15, you're still the parent. He's 15. He needs you or he needs a parent that's willing to step up to the plate and recognize, okay, my child needs a certain amount of structure in order for him to thrive, in order for him to be motivated to thrive. I'm not going to let him tell me what he needs as a structure. I'm going to come in and I'm going to figure this out because I'm the parent. And then I'm going to create the structure and I'm going to get him involved in this structure, including that idea of the consequence thing. And I'm even going to include him in the consequence thing where he'll decide in advance that if he decides not to get to bed, if he decides not to have head to pillow by 10.05, then at 10.05, the consequence has already been decided, whatever that is. So maybe coming this weekend, he doesn't get that reward to be able to stay up until one o'clock in the morning or whatever. I'm just making that up right now. This is all, this is all get, you get to be creative here once you get the structure in place. Once you get that structure in place and you know the value of the structure, what this structure actually does for your child and for his or her well-being. That structure around, again, I'll close out on this now, that idea that if one parent or the other is speaking negatively about the other parent, obviously you can't control his father, but you can control yourself. And you can choose, and I'm not saying you've ever done this before, but you can choose. Nope. Out of my mouth, if I say something about his father, it'll be something positive or something for him to be aware of. And that's it. I'm not going to be speaking negative of his father because I now know if I do that, it's like taking a razor blade and literally cutting his heart open. That's what it's like for a kid because as far as they're concerned, that's my dad and this is my mom. And I, and I want to be with both of them. Now, if the dad goes ahead and proves really unworthy of that, which some dads do, or the mom proves really unworthy of that, which some moms do, then by the time the child turns 18, all of a sudden now the child's had an experience with that dad. And out of that, the child's discovered some things about that dad. And then he's, now he's made his conclusion. You know what? I don't even really like my dad that much. So I'm still going to hang out with him, but I'm only going to hang out with him once in a while. And if my dad tells me to do something, I'm going to tell him, you know, just stick it for right now because I'm not going to do anything you ask me to do because I don't even respect you now. Or it could be the mom. I don't respect the mom because of what happened while I was a child being raised, so to speak. And so, um, anyhow, let's, uh, let's leave a go with that. I think that's probably enough for right now. Yeah, thank you, Dale. That was a great answer. She said, thank you very much. From my heart, to all of yours. My aloha and my love. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. 
In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at d-a-l-e-h-a-l-a-w-a-y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.